Welcome to Game and Watch with Aaron and James, the show where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we've been watching. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And today we're talking about Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, the 1994 television series <laughs> produced by ABC. <laughs> right? Or did I watch the wrong thing? Again? Uh, no, that'd be great if you did, though. Fortunately, this time I know you're joking. <laughs> Uh, James, what are we watching today? Uh, we're watching Hercules. We're talking about Hercules, the 1997 Disney animated film. And today we are joined by I, I'm contractually obligated um, marriage being the contract to say that this is the specialist guest we've ever had. The most special. <laughs> uh, my beautiful and amazing wife, Miranda. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Hi, everybody. Uh, Aaron, how do you feel about this blatant, uh, defiant act of nepotism on my part? Um, you know what? I'm okay with it uh, because you're not a king or queen of any duke, earl, or kingdom of any power. And I also have no fame or fortune. To Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, as I say always, we have an expert on um most of the time to <laughs> suggest that some of our guests are not experts. That's not always true. Um, I was thinking of like when we had Casey on to talk about barbarian, she was an expert on not barbarian, but on yeah. other things. Yeah. Um, we have an expert and I don't know anyone who loves this movie more than Miranda. Uh, Aaron, if you love this movie dearly, you're, you guys are gonna have to fight about it. No, I'll meet we'll you just at the start a club. after school. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's just join. Let's just um, create a club. I'm okay. trying to make you guys fight. well no that's we're saving that for the grinch episode oh you're right that's true (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, yeah episode 100 how the grinch stole christmas by ron howard oh my god yeah that would be a real me and miranda battle to the death (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) um so miranda thank you so much for being here yes i'm so happy i'm so happy to be here i'm an avid listener of the show except if it's a horror movie Again, contractually obligated to say that, but thank you. No. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, okay, so what, Aaron, what's your history with this movie? So uh, I hated this movie when it first came out. Really? Uh, <gasps> uh, yeah, I did. Uh, because, and we'll get to this in a minute, I had a lot of experience with Greek mythology, and this movie, for all of its merits, takes a giant steaming pile of dump all over traditional Greek mythology. So for that reason, I was very turned off to it, Um, and I kind of put the movie away, and I didn't mind the Kingdom Hearts levels based on it, Um, and those kind of endeared me to the characters, if not the plot. Um, And then I work at a school where we watch a lot of children's media, and it was like on in the background a couple times, and... I found myself warming to it and really liking the songs. Um, and then there was one time I, I did kind of sit through all of it and I was I was liking it. But the Greek mythology stuff still bothered me. Uh, but this time I went in. Miranda, you inspired me to go in kind of with a fan's mind and appreciation. Aww. and kind of put away all the uh, Greek mythology kind of stuff that was bothering me and just watch the movie on its own merits. <laughs> and this time I'm happy to say this is the most fun I've had watching this movie. And again, putting aside those issues, uh, I really liked it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad you've come around. There's yeah. hope yet for Jim Carrey's Grinch. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what about you, Miranda? I don't remember the first time I saw this movie, but it's been a part of my life ever since. I have watched it hundreds of times. I sometimes have watched it 
almost like a podcast. Like it's just playing as I clean my room and I take two hours to clean my room. I talk along with the jokes, with the lines. Um, It's a big part of my family as well. We had the McDonald's Hercules plates. My plate that I still have, and it is my favorite plate, is the fill plate. I don't know why it's so fun and makes me so happy to eat off of a shirtless, hairy man's chest, or man-goat hybrid's chest, but it's my favorite plate. My sister has the Megara plate, and that is her plate. My dad's plate, I'm pretty sure, was the Zeus one, and my mom's plate was the Muses one, where, like, no one else could eat off of those plates. Like, those were yours, and then we also had the Pegasus and the Hercules, and, you know, anyone could eat off of those. I think our family got rid of those other ones, but I still have the Phil. Megan still has Megara. And this is just something that we've shared as a family for so long. And it's it was my initial introduction to Greek mythology. And it started a lifelong love of learning about Greek mythology and how the traditional mythology is different than the movie. And it's the reason reading the Odyssey in high school was almost bearable. Just seeing a couple things that I could be like, oh, that reminds me of this from Hercules. And it's made... It made um, reading poetry because there's so there's so often in the literary classics or you know the stuff you read in college and even uh, modern poetry will do different retellings of Greek mythology and it's just it's been a love and also you know I love other stuff like the really popular webtoon Lore Olympus that's a fantastic retelling of Hades and Persephone um, Hades is hot in that yeah. one uh like AF. as he should be as he yeah like seriously everyone is beautiful it's a really cool style um have you there ha- Aaron have you heard of it before I have not but now I'm curious to check it out I really recommend it um it you know it warrants binge reading um they also is a graphic they like it's so popular there are graphic novels out of it so you don't have to read it through webtoon app but it's so good um and yeah, I, I just adore this movie. Megara was one of my favorite, you know, cartoon ladies growing up. I thought I would um, be more like her as I got older, but I think I'm more like Panic in my real life. Um, but <laughs> but I still, I love Megara. I love the voice, Susan Egan. I just, uh, I'll stop now. Well, you've made several deals with the devil. So in that way, you are like Megara. You're right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> as we all have. And yes. James, you're a god. <laughs> no, uh, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have gone last <laughs> because my my history with this movie is like I know I saw it sometime after it came out, like soon after it came out. I was really into the McDonald's toy. Or like that, I, I remember the plates. I thought there was there were other ones. There were other toys too. Probably. I think maybe like Burger King had like because I, I thought I I had toys of the Titans themselves, but I could be misremembering. But I just remember having a good time <laughs> and <laughs> my kind of like affection for the characters and everything was obviously improved by playing Kingdom Hearts because, you know, you spend a lot of time in the Coliseum, especially if you're trying to 100% that tune into our Kingdom Hearts episode if you want to learn more about that. Um, yeah, I, I just I had a I had a good time. Um, and I had a good time rewatching it. I have a good time rewatching it every time uh, I've. I've got, you know, some nitpicks and such um, that I'll that I'll talk about. But overall, I think this is a strong Disney movie. Yeah, 
did um did either of you guys watch any of the direct to video stuff like there was a tv show there might have been a prequel a little bit of the tv show but not the prequel yeah, even know, i don't even think i knew it existed i don't think i knew that either but yeah some of the tv show when i was at my cousin's house because we did not have disney xd and that was really the only where the place i think you can wa- watch it yeah the only thing i know about it is that it had um uh icarus right and he was mm-hmm. like he was all goofy because he flew too close to the sun even though on the myth he definitely dies <laughs> yeah he was like constantly like had like crazy hair yeah yeah that's the only thing i remember about that show couldn't get a girl no so Miranda, you talked a little bit about history with greek mythology and i'm sure we'll get into like more of that as we go on through the episode but just kind of a cursory you know overview of your both of your histories of greek mythology man I know both of you have in history, a history with that. And I, I personally, I think I started in maybe fifth grade or something, fifth or sixth grade in the Greek mythology. And I remember like really liking Homer's The Odyssey and being very what? into, yeah, I liked The Odyssey. I also like The Odyssey. But I actually loved, reading it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We read the whole what? thing. And I loved when he speared all of the... The suitors and just the name killed uh, them all. You're sick. The, the name of that chapter, <laughs> I still remember it. It's called Slaughter in the Hall, which I think is just <laughs> the most badass chapter name. That is when good. when you're like a young boy growing up and you see like the violence in Greek and like Roman mythology, it's it's kind of it's alluring. And then you like because you don't learn about like the most effed up stuff until no. later. And mm-hmm. all of the stuff you do learn about violence is just heralded as such a great, amazing thing. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, <laughs> that person is a real piece of work. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, I, I find it interesting. I didn't I don't really take any like love for Greek mythology to this movie because I my knowledge about Greek mythology used to be much stronger. It is like next to nothing now. Um, But how about the both of you? Uh, Miranda, why don't you go first? Sure. Um. Everything that I learned about Greek mythology probably was in high school reading the Odyssey, um, but it was such a chore for me. I thought the actual reading of it was boring, but like what happens is so interesting. And I love um, reading uh, adaptations. Like I said, I think Percy Jackson also awoken again, like, oh, what is it actually? What are these actual um, stories, you know, the traditional ones and looking into that and um, there's been a lot of other great books that do retellings. I remember I was also into this book series. The first book was Abandoned. It was also um, a Hades Persephone retelling. Um, I read the book Circe. It was really popular a little while ago. Um, and then because of my uh, my major in English literature, um, there was a, you you have to know the mythology to get some of these stories, short stories, the poems, and that's just been how I'd also learn about it because you'd have to cover it in school and explain, you know, what, what is it drawing on? And it was so fun. Um, I used to, I used to know a lot more and now it's just kind of pieces that I can remember based on the latest adaptation I'm reading. How about you, Aaron? Yeah. Um, I don't know what was wrong with my education curriculum experience, but we did a unit on Greek mythology in like fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know if it was every year, but it was definitely multiple years and years in a row. Lucky. Um, yeah, lucky, but also like what was going on with the curriculum? Like, shouldn't we have been learning different things? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for that reason, you know, even in sixth grade, we were learning about like, you know, Hades and Persephone and Orpheus and Eurydice. Orpheus and Eurydice is my favorite Greek mythology story of all time. 
Um, Some of the so, best poems are about them. Yeah, I love, yeah, um, agreed. I love Percy Jackson for that reason. It's kind of a modern retelling of Greek mythology, but a lot of the source details are very, very accurate to Greek myth. I still own like a very thick leather bound collection of Greek myths that Ooh. is now in storage, but was featured prominently in my bookshelf at home. Um, so I love Greek mythology and I'm almost protective of it because I just think it's so cool. I think all the gods and goddesses and all the characters are very rich and cool. But because I learned about it when I'm so young, like things when you learn about when you're young, when other people tamper with it, I get very mm -hmm. sensitive about it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why this movie kind of bounced off me at first. But in my older age, I've learned to not let those things bother me. And like I said, um, despite the kind of grievous errors about Greek mythology this movie makes, uh, I'm I'm still with it. Why? I, I tap mm -hmm. this as a underrated Disney movie that does not have nearly the same fan base as almost all other Disney movies of the 90s, including the, including Tarzan, which I don't really care for. You know what? I I think... Why? We, well, you know what I think it is? I think it's too adult. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, what do you think about that? There are certainly some adult things about it. I mean, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Well, like the, the art styling, uh, we'll talk about the artist, but it's very kind of bizarre. And uh, the music as a gospel, like the gospel music is amazing, but I wouldn't think like gospel children's cartoon. Um, and yeah, some of the jokes are pretty like highbrow. You wouldn't necessarily get like yeah. the character of Hades. We'll get to it. But the character of Hades is basically only funny for adults. I found him extremely funny as a kid. Yeah, I found him so funny. Like, what? My hair's out? Like, I don't know. Th two thumbs way, way up. Like, I found all his wordplay so funny. I, I know everything okay. I just said wasn't wordplay, but like puns, I've always been a fan. Okay, fair enough. I, I would have thought he'd be scary uh, if you were younger, but maybe not. I But, but when, when this movie came out, it was like, actually, uh, I guess I was pretty young. I don't know. I I, I thought he was hilarious. I, I liked, I loved the character design. Spoiler. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. But, I thought the guy yeah. from, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, that guy is scary. That oh, movie, um, I was not a fan Frollo. of as a kid. That Yeah. Like, that oh. was, like, too adult for me. That's actually another instance. great example of another Disney movie from the 90s that doesn't have the same kind of fan base as a lot of the others. I forgot about that. If we were to battle those two like Pokemon, I definitely think Hercules would win. I mm -hmm. agree. Mm -hmm. yeah, I very much agree. There are some people, though, who will really go go to bat for. I don't think it's bad. I just I don't think it's the superior film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Should we talk about how we got here? Yeah. How'd we get here? Uh, so development of Hercules began in 1992. That was following a pitch adaptation of the Heracles mythological stories. That was one of the other things that bothers me. It's like, it's so, it should be Heracles, not Hercules. Heracles is the Greek name. Hercules is the Roman name. Come on, you guys. Come on. <laughs> anyway, um, by animator Joe Hydar. Um, following an unused treatment by Hydar, Clements and Musker, which were uh, two other creatives at Disney. And they're the studied, directors of this movie. And they're the directors. Studied, I didn't want to say that without double checking. <laughs> <laughs> uh study multiple interpretations of greek mythology uh originally they were going to go with zeus's adulterous affair with alcmeni 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 i feel like I there's more know. syllables in the pronunciation of all these things than it uh, than you think there are um yeah so greek mythology 
it went through story treatments and basically it was inspired by screwball comedy films of the classic Hollywood era, era and popular culture of the 1990s. Yeah. Thanks I'm so Wikipedia. glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the 90s references as they come up because they definitely come up several times throughout the film. And I didn't even, we'll talk about it. I didn't even catch that it was like 90s pop culture necessarily. I just thought it was like a send up of pop culture in general and like fame. I don't think I, at the time, certainly would have never been able to gather that it was a setup of 90s pop culture, but Or yeah. screwball comedy for me. That's true. I, That's I get, something my sister had to tell me about. I, I was exposed. Her love of screwball comedies. I wouldn't have known it when I was younger, but I was exposed to some screwball comedy when I was, when I was younger. But my, my brain was just like, Hercules is cool. Titans are cool. Hades' mm-hmm. hair is cool. I like and himbos, gotta yeah. love himbos, yeah. <laughs> gotta love cool, himbos. Yeah, cool ladies with like sarcasm, qui- sarcastic quips. Yeah. Um. So Hades, this is kind of interesting. Um. Other actors who tried to read for Hades were not offered the role. This were, is fascinating. This is fascinating. John or Jack Nicholson, but he wanted too much money. Uh, I also don't. I think he would have leaned way too much into scary. Uh, yes. For sure. Oh yeah. Um, John Lithgow, which would be interesting. He could do kind of a um, ah, what was the cliffhanger where he plays the villain? <laughs> yeah. Ben. yeah, he could have done a good job. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, who we found out basically is Hades in real life. Yeah. Um, but then we got James <laughs> Woods, who I couldn't really imagine anyone else in that role. I of all the ones that were listed, Phil Hartman's another one. And I think he is the only other person who could have done it. But he would have just done the Phil Hartman voice, most likely. Yeah. And, and I, I love yeah. Phil Hartman and, you know, may he rest in peace. I wish he had more projects, but I just think, again, battling Pokemons, James Wood is like the clear winner. Yeah. James Woods um, really knocks this role out of the park. Wood or Woods? I always mix them Woods. Up. Woods. He has uh, many plural, woods. plural wood. Yeah. Yes. So uh, again, production development notes: British cartoonist Gerald Scarf Scaffrey, I don't know, <laughs> was recruited as production designer and produced over seven hundred visualization designs for the characters. All I um, know is that he ooh. did some of the artwork for Pink Floyd um, albums. I think I've googled ooh, something something adjacent to Pink Floyd. I forgot what it is exactly. Yeah, I've googled his artwork. It's all like this. It's it's um like scarier. It's kind of. I don't even know what style you would call it. Miranda, what do you what do you think? I don't know. I'm going to look up what he what his artwork is like now. But if you're I, talking about the movie itself, like it's a very unique cartoon style for Disney to pick up. I oh, yeah. Wow. Think... Yeah. His stuff is strange. Yes. James, you should like this. Wait. I, I, well, so I, I'm curious and I should look it up because I don't think anything about this animation is scary. I think this is, well, uh-huh. is a little bit of like a spoiler. I actually, there are things about this animation that I don't care for. And I'll go into more detail about it. Like it's not overall, there are certain character designs and use of color that I don't love. What? Um, but I, <laughs> Miranda's in uh, I like some, basically my favorite stuff is the stuff that's dark and underworldy. Though all those characters, all that stuff. I think that's awesome, but I don't think it is so dark that it is like remotely isolating for kids. So I, I don't know. I just don't think it's a very like, I think it's still, this movie is very cartoony to me. 
I would almost I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of the word I would use and I would almost it's like cutely grotesque mm. like Hercules as yeah. a baby is, yeah. kind of, is cute but he's also like with the weird lines and his like weird body he's also just a bit grotesque and it's I mean I get that there's a little bit of a more disturbing nature to the likes of Nightmare Before Christmas but it's kind of in the same area yeah. except I think if you fully cartoonized Nightmare Before Christmas, it would still be more grotesque than this mm-hmm. and, cre- and creepier, mm-hmm. no matter Absolutely. how much color you added or anything like that. So I just, I I do think this movie was really accessible to to kids, but I, I yeah. could just be naive. Whereas yeah. I think it's only for adults and children would find it scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on the child. Because yeah, yeah, I was, Nightmare Before Christmas was a little too creepy for me, but um this hercules just was right up my alley i don't i think calling it cutely grotesque i guess was you know that was my level but yeah his artwork seems very like exaggerated features like huge noses like panics or you know big wide smiles yeah um big heads tiny bodies tiny elbows yeah, it's the limb proportions are part of what makes it weird. Like the the fates, but we'll get to mm-hmm. that. Um, computer animation was used in several scenes, uh, mainly with the Hydra battle scene. Uh, Disney would use computer animation in other movies like uh, Aladdin, which came out before this in 1992. Um, Look, but that hy- looks better. You think, it, well, we'll get to it. I think it um, looks better. But we should say vis- those visuals were extensively used in this film. In Aladdin, it was basically the talking tiger head and not much mm-hmm. else. On a scale of like realistic looking to the black goo in Event Horizon, which coincidentally came out the same year as this movie, I would put it closer to the black goo in Event Horizon <laughs> in terms of how obviously CG it is in a 2D movie. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, wow, I would love Event Horizon 2D. <laughs> right? Yeah, I wish. Um, give me an Event Horizon D make. Yeah. Event Horizon, the silent film. Uh, there, oh. There's nothing that you like more than a good D make. Yes. Um, <laughs> tell us about the reception of Hercules. So it was generally well received. The animation, not as much, which I found to be interesting based on how I've kind of always felt about it, where I very much enjoy it, but I don't think the animation is as strong as like Aladdin or Lion King or I, I just don't or Beauty and the Beast. Like I, there's something despite how much I love the underworldy stuff, there's something. Well, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more in detail about what I mean by that. But um, and the music received a mixed response, which and so this movie kind of underperformed in its theatrical release, very notably compared to other earlier Disney animated films in the nineties. I, I I'm curious about the music. It is, it is not, I get that. I don't know how to articulate it. Maybe one of you can do it better. It's very different than other Disney movies, but I don't think it's bad by any means. I mean, are there as many total bangers? Maybe not, but I, I don't know. I really liked, I don't, I personally love all these songs, but I don't find myself singing them. Mm-hmm. With the exception of one, like all the other Disney movies of the era. I, I'll i give it two. There's definitely two that I keep playing in my head again and again. Uh, but I honestly just think it's because it's gospel inspired, which I think is great. But I think it's mm-hmm. just kind of a strange choice for like a little kid's film. Hmm. Well, yeah. is Go the Distance 
very gospel-y though. No. I mean, that's that's the no. that's the real the, single from this, uh, and notably lost to "My Heart Will Go On" at the Oscars. Quick poll: Do you guys like "Go the Distance" more than "My Heart Will Go On"? I do. Um, I have never been a huge Titanic fan, but I understand why "My Heart Will Go On" would get it. What I want to ask is, can we think of really popular "I Want" songs by male? characters in disney like have that even generally is that generally a thing that gets popular i feel like they're usually by the woman that's if a they're great popular. because aladdin yeah. aladdin has a bit of a song and maybe that does he even or is it just that that was cut well that, it was out of your boy it, yeah that was cut because i've seen the musical um mm-hmm. i've seen the musical guys me too uh, and the, yeah and they include a lot of cut content including that which also gets a refrain and that's kind of his i want song yeah so then the popular song from aladdin besides you know of course genie songs is the the couple song and you know Hercules and Megara don't get a couple song, but Megara has a fantastic that's the song one, for herself. That that's the one I keep I, thinking. Yeah, about. I personally love that song. I don't know what generally people like. Um, yeah, it's interesting about the whole like I want type songs from like do are people's approach like oh, men can't talk about your feelings. Don't sing about your feelings. Or is Even it that boys men have been don't doing that, that in yet. musicals forever? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe boys don't. I don't know. Is it that well, boys don't, like, connect to it? And then, yeah. in meanwhile, girls are like, I'm a girl, so I don't. Like, I feel like nothing. You're not more boy versus girl than you are when you were little. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But At least I, in the 90s. I think I, like, go the distance more any time. My Heart Will Go On, I think, is so perfectly married to Titanic, and it really, mm-hmm. like, hits you right in the heart when, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, I when I hear My Heart Will Go On, I mean, I will sing it. I mean, it's a popular karaoke song, not for me personally, but, you know, it's great, but I would rather hear Go the Distance, like, at a bar in mm-hmm. karaoke than I would My Heart Will Go On. Oh, for yeah. sure. I don't even know all the words to My Heart Will Go On. Nobody does. People just pretend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably no I one. Absolutely. Just look at everyone's mouths in karaoke <laughs> and just see who actually knows it. It okay. contains the phrase "My heart will go on." I do know. Yeah, that. it sure uh, does. People I, shouldn't sing that at karaoke. No one can sing like Celine Dion. It's true. Yeah, I, I think this Disney movie. We were talking about its status, and I think you can kind of tell in the merchandising and in kind of the Renaissance <clears throat> other Disney films have gotten. Like how much Stitch mm. merchandise is around now? Like you see it everywhere. So true. And that wasn't like a huge mega hit when it came out. Whereas like, where's the Megara stuff? Like Megara would fit perfectly in at the like Disney section of like Spencer's or wherever, you know, like those Hell types yeah. of places. Spencer's especially because as we'll talk about, if there's anything super adult about this movie, it's Megara. And I mean that as a compliment <laughs> to the movie. Yeah. Yes. And I just feel like she would fit in with all that merchandising. And um, there's not a single ride like at a Disney park I'm aware of. Same thing with Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like there's been no kind of reconsideration of that film either. Well, there can't if there be a ride. You know what? I yes, Actually, I'd love that. Give me a no, Hunchback of Notre Dame ride. How do you? I don't know what they would do with it. What the that would is. probably be so creepy because it'd probably be like the underground people, like um, like civilization stuff. And there's gonna be like creepy storyteller, like a funhouse with like guy. the creepy mirrors. Yeah, yeah. And then you get Frollo at the end, like telling you how you're gonna burn in hell. Yeah, yeah but trying to have sex with you at the same time. If I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, should we jump into this? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about our opening. We get a gravelly voiced intro to ancient Greek heroes, and I believe that's Charlton Heston. It is, and how much money did he get? Uh, who knows do, to do very little really yeah um weird that they're like well, you know what? we need a real celebrity for this like you could have had any voice actor do this it's like nothing um but he was moses so i mean i guess there's that i don't, uh, I don't know how that relates to this but <laughs> i mean it's an ancient story there is that yeah. miranda defend me yeah it, it gives like gravitas james you know Thank kids you. kids recognize that they'll be like oh yeah i saw that movie oh yeah definitely like, oh i, I, I remember moses <laughs> demille yes yeah um anyway he gets kicked out very quickly uh and it's taken over by the muses who sing us our introduction the gospel truth number one what do we think of it great love great song yeah, it's so it's basically a rundown of how the world came to be and how are this world kind of works. So there are these four elemental titans, you know, fire, earth, water and wind. And they used to make the earth uninhabitable because of their constant destruction until Zeus, the king of the gods, sealed them away. I um, love the design of the titans. Even though it. that's not what they were like in Greek mythology. Okay, uh, of that's course, the last time I'm of course say not. But they are. That's this is more appealing for kids to have yes. them like this. Mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. in this very adult film. Um, <laughs> so then we get our main title, uh, Hercules, uh, and tell us about Mount Olympus. <laughs> One of you two wants to pick it up. It would be a bit weird if it was a different main title. Yeah, if it was like Clue the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so. I'll t- I'll take this next part because this is actually something that this is one of the things about the movie that bothers me. I do not like the look of Olympus and all of the glowy neon gods. Really? I don't I don't like I, I like I, it's more the color than anything else. It's not really like Olympus. It's just I don't like the use of bright, shiny color ness. <laughs> to designate a god in comparison to a human oh then don't read lore olympus <laughs> i will not <laughs> um i just it's such an easy visual cue as to who's a god yes. and who's not and like they would be kind of these radiant beings yeah i guess i get, I get why they did it i just yeah i, I don't know it, it and then like they're like i'm actually not i, I like a lot of the like some of uh, a lot of the nuances of the character design i don't love like the curly chin like the, really? the the strong chin. I think that's a beautiful look. like nod to you know Greek architecture of the spiral column thingies. Like I'm, I don't know anything about architecture, but you know what I mean. As a kid, like getting older, that's part of what I've loved about this movie. Is as I got older and learned about Greek mythology, it would be these like Easter eggs in the movie, and that was one of the things that I thought was an Easter egg of all these little nods to Greek architecture. And that. I love that. I love that about it. I love that they that, that they did that. I I just wish I I wish I it was visually appealing to me. Hmm. Um, but anyway, plot wise, we have a party going on on Mount Olympus to celebrate Zeus and Hera's new baby boy Hercules, and we yeah. have Zeus voiced by Rip Torn, none other than the legendary Rip Torn. Great, great voice acting. By what great by act. Rip- Great actor in general. If you want a little unhinged energy, you get Rick Torn. <laughs> you get Rick Torn. <laughs> this is actually the most hinged he's been. <laughs> That's true. Arguably. <laughs> yeah, if you want a little unhinged. Um, 
you know, he's the deliverer of such classic lines in cinema. Um, like we're not hosting an intergalactic kegger in, <laughs> in Men in Black. Um, Maybe he accepted the role because Zeus, like traditional mythology, Zeus is unhinged. That's true. True. What so he's like a method actor all this time for that. Yeah. Maybe he was so method he <clears throat> became a god. yeah maybe that's why it took so long for him to die yeah he was was a god i mean he i mean that was like a there was like a twitter account called like rip torn has outlived so and so and anytime someone would die (laughs) it was like rip torn has outlived how many twitter accounts are there of that because i know there's someone waiting for henry kissinger to die oh yeah i think that's that's who's who's sitting in their apartment just like cackling over the news wondering when the day henry kissinger is going i don't know they're not cackling they're like pretty upset he hasn't died yet yeah that's probably true (laughs) um so so zeus uh gives hercules a gift for his uh first birthday or his zeroth birth. birthday yeah, his birth uh he makes him in a real I mean, you know, joy- baby shower um he makes uh him a pegasus named pegasus a real ape named ape situation oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's such a perfect example because i put hercules and george of the jungle in the like the same category now i will pitch to you aaron that we need to do george of the jungle for i i kind of love george of the jungle. i love it i love it i love that movie that's the perfect movie to talk about the female gaze <laughs> that's uh, true that's true uh, miranda the the female gays are called lesbians but oh. <laughs> <laughs> You got me there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> we get Hades. Tell uh, us about Hades. Give me a second. Um, so, so Hades uh, decides to crash the party, and we get you know very great intro to James Woods. He's just he's fast talking. The character is like all over the place in a good way. And, you know, he's he's very like schmoozy New York, like uh, scam artist kind of kind of vibe. Yeah, very, very much so. And to great effect, he is not glowing, which I like, but he's also, you know, Lord of the Underworld. So that makes Mm. sense there, too. Um, But again, you know, he's a god because he is with the other gods. To me, you could have conveyed godhood by just having them all together on a cloud castle. And it's like pretty clear who they who's who. But um, obviously, he likes Hercules um, right away. And, you know, he 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 does some like phony uh, schmoozing. Right. Uh, and he's like, you know, got to got to go. Got to get back to the underworld. He um he also does some setup work. He's like, oh, you know, as you made me the Lord of the Dead and kind of sets up uh, his antagonism with Zeus. And Zeus makes fun of him. Zeus makes fun of him. The other gods are mm-hmm. clearly kind of in like a, a lame way. Like, I love how they immediately pit them against each other Hades and Zeus where Hades is saying these like clever jokes that only like he's getting because no one else finds him funny and he's walking around and he's kind of throwing little jabs at various gods you know and goddesses like like I'm not sure like what is totally meant by when he says hey nice dress to um oh my god I'm blanking on her name uh Hera goddess of love no goddess of love Aphrodite. Um, Aphrodite. Aphrodite, thank you. But like my closest thing I come up with is like there's a famous Venus painting where she's naked. So I don't know if it's another like adult oh. joke. But anyway, he's saying some like other little jokes that no one gets. And then Zeus says this really 
like like in in comparison they like this movie itself is trying to say it's like a lame joke of like you'll work yourself to death and then everyone laughs as if like i I don't know if that's even genuine well because in real greek mythology if they didn't laugh zeus would literally kill them or that's probably that's probably true or take their kids and banish them to earth where they would be Mm -hmm. tortured for and turn them Mm -hmm. into weird animals or make them marry hades yeah yeah so we get Hades going back to the underworld. Um, the muses are singing um, kind of like the the reprise, one of the multiple reprises of the gospel truth. And where you know in the underworld we meet the Cerberus, we meet and we meet Pain and Panic, who are Hades's demonic helpers, who are these tiny like we almost Pokemon looking creatures and they're grotesque. If anything in this movie is grotesque, I would say the Fates they and Panic are. and Pain. Yeah. yeah, but I think De- their comic De- relief overcomes. They that. have, they have a, yeah. they have, the fates aren't like cute, but the, but the, the pain and panic are, and they are voiced by one and fantastic voice actor Matt Frewer, and then also Bobcat Goldthwait, who they do a great job here. They're they're great. Uh, they do great work. Yeah, absolutely. You mean you don't have a little plushie of the three fates? They're not cute to you? No. <laughs> no but they but i do love the design of the fates so hades mm-hmm. has a meeting with mm-hmm. the three fates tell tell us about them what do they look like they so they are three like almost like corpse-like women mm-hmm. who have no eyes except one that they're sharing and you get some like classic like you know the spiders living in their noses um and like what a what a classic joke like long like elongated they're almost like witch like in a way they're a varying varying height and weight and like it is they're just they're so like grotesque in the best way and Mm -hmm. so they They got a spider booger they got weird hair that can like wiggle and co back on it's like worms yeah worm hair yeah um in classics of comedy worm hair and spiders and noses yeah Classic. sharp sharp fingered nail thingies that yeah. aren't nails so so Hades starts like talking to them about what's going on and honestly i think my favorite joke in the entire movie is the we know because <laughs> they know <laughs> we everything know like we know and he's like i know you know, you know. <laughs> I, I just get love, I, get, I get the concept. I love the buildup of that. It's so funny. I thought that was funny as it when I was a kid, and I don't feel like I didn't even understand it. For some reason, it was just like the delivery. It's just so it's so good. Um, are they? Are they? Can I? Are they Three Stooges esque? The way they like are bopping each other on the head a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. a little. I don't know way. Three Stooges very well. I, I'd say that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, so they, they give Hades this prediction that in 18 years, there will be this planetary alignment that will let Hades free the Titans. However, should Hercules decide to fight Hades, he will be doomed to fail. Hades, that is. Dun, dun, and so dun. Hades decides that he has to make Hercules mortal and then kill him. Boom. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. We're back to Mount Olympus. What happens next? Uh, Miranda, do you want to take this? Yeah, sure. So we see as Pain and Panic capture Hercules, little baby, and, you know, do it kind of terribly because they make a lot of noise and fumbling around. They, on their little tiny wings, flap, flapping, carry this big chubby little baby, and they give them the potion that Hades gave them to make him mortal. 
and they mess up of course he doesn't drink the last drop and as they're about to kill them kill hercules or attempt to as snakes because they can change into various animals a couple stumbles by and um and finds them finds hercules and wants to adopt them hercules i mean and oh and i forgot pegasus definitely tried to protect protect little hercules but he got stuck in the little like i think a little cornucopia vessel Mm -hmm. um very sweet um we should also mention that because he didn't drink the final drop he gets to keep his super strength yes that's how he was able to kill the snakes or not kill he wrapped he he, uh tied them up in a bow and threw them really far and then did this little cute look up at his parents like did i do that yeah which would definitely kill real snakes but yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and yeah, and I think it's also kind of funny that, you know, when the when the when his adoptive parents come by and say like, oh my gosh, we've been praying to the gods forever for a baby. They didn't, they think the gods have blessed them with a baby. And no, actually the gods wish this didn't happen. Or it's kind of like Hades unintentionally blessed them with a baby. It's a weird, um, like Greek myth, like twist of fate though. Which yeah, it's like dramatic Greek- irony. Exactly, yes. I it's- have a note. Miranda, that I, I, I skipped this earlier. You mentioned something when we were watching it. Um, Hades calls Hercules a little sunspot. Right. Aaron, do you have any idea what that means? I know what a sunspot is. Is it just, I mean, is it just like a, does he look at it as like a, I don't know, a blemish? It's, I don't know what the right word is. Yeah, yeah is that the I'm, only like Greek ish way, like old timey way to say, like, what a pimple on my plan? Yeah, like sunspots are big magnetic storms on the sun that create like dots on them. So yeah, he's kind of like a pimple on the sun's face. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I just yeah, I couldn't tell if there was like another like is that like a hint to some sort of like Hercules mythology fact? I don't I can't think of think anything. So yeah, I don't think so. At yeah. best, you know, I don't know. He's technically he would be the the half brother or i guess in this world perhaps like full brother of apollo hmm. who's related yeah. to the sun but i don't it doesn't really work i mean it could just be hades cracking wise the other thing that i tried to look up but i couldn't really find any information on is how much of james wood's performance was uh improv and how Ooh. much was scripted hmm. and i couldn't figure it out but i feel like they might have just let him improv a little bit and i could see sunspot just being a insult he could come up with i could see that based on just the nature of his delivery it has like a very improvised like tone but i don't know if james woods has a background in improv so I would be not that you can't, you know, do improv if you don't weren't trained in it. But like, I, I, I don't know. I could see that going either way. Well, a lot of the time he's talking to himself, too. So if you're just kind of monologuing to yourself, it's much easier mm-hmm. to improv than if you're bouncing back and forth. True. True. Yeah. So uh, what happens next? So we get the Gospel Truth 3. Is this the last reprise of the Gospel Truth? It is, yeah. I think yeah. it's like the very, very end. So they the they narrate that the gods searched everywhere for Hercules, but by the time they found him, it was too late. He was already mortal. And so they decided to watch him from afar as he is growing up. Which is and very so, sad. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now we get kind of the section of the movie that is like young Hercules. I don't know, teenage Hercules? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say so. It's like right? Teen Gohan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we have Hercules helping his dad sell crops to the market. Um, 
everyone is wary of Hercules for reasons other than maybe the fact that he is the most ginormous calves of anyone <laughs> in all the world. And they'll only get bigger. Yeah. He's a little bit of a bumbling fool, which doesn't really change throughout the whole movie. Necess- I mean, it does. That's little true. Bit. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, he does not know his own strength and he is constantly breaking things. Which and, is a good is a good thing that anyone that can relate to going through puberty. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a classic uh, Disney trope of the hero not fitting in. Yeah, so Belle reads books. She's so weird. Aladdin's what just a freak. A <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And then Hercules is always breaking stuff. And he's yeah. the only one who knows how to do math. Apparently, I would argue Hercules is the biggest freak of all of those because <laughs> of his freaking calves. He is they should have said Freakulies instead of Jerkulies. I know. Well, you know, bullies <laughs> are. Work. Yeah, bullies suck. Yeah. Um. So, all right, what happens next? There's a, uh, there's a little bit of like a comedic, but also like tragic sequence. Yeah, yeah. he accidentally brings down an entire marketplace. Um, he's trying to help, but he just keeps knocking columns down, which knocks over the entire thing. He's very down. We get the Jerkulies line. Uh, so he goes home and he's feeling out of place. And uh, is this is not where his parents tell him about his lineage, but it is, is isn't it? Well, no, it is. first it is, but first he starts singing the song and then it kind of cuts to reveal. Um, I know right. you guys are big go the distance fans. Tell us what you think about go the distance. It's, it's I great. Think it's a great song. It's I excellent. like the sequence of him walking and traveling and, um, you know, hoping, you know, it's, the I want song. Yeah, yeah. it's his I want song. And in the yeah, middle of that, song. we get them revealing Hercules' past um, and that, you know, he came with this symbol of the gods. So Hercules seeks out the temple of Zeus to find the answers he's after. And I love the song. Like you said, we get his journey. I love what there's uh, kind of a crevasse in his way and he just punches a tree over to make it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Um, yeah. it's pretty good. So, uh, we get Zeus manifesting to Hercules finally after the song is over. Yep. We, we get a little exposition Herc- or I'm sorry, Zeus kind of repeats Hercules situation, um, that he's stuck on earth, that he's mortal, but he tells him that if Hercules can become a true hero while on earth, he'll be eligible for godhood. He doesn't explain what being a true hero means. Um, mm-hmm. he's only told to seek out Philatides, who is a legendary hero trainer, and he gets reintroduced to his old friend Pegasus. Yeah. Who is now um, all grown up. Who's now all grown up and who Zeus says is a bit of a bird brain. Um, <laughs> it's like, get this guy out of here. He has been breaking shit nonstop. Disney has a mixed record with like animal and or non-humanoid sidekicks. But I like Pegasus, uh, especially the one yep. personality trait Pegasus gets. I have a question. Does Pegasus, do you think Pegasus poops? Like everywhere, like a horse would yeah. do. He would yeah. just poop all over Olympus. Poops in the air, yeah. Or is it but like rainbows? Does it just like turn into rainbows? No way. That's the thing. Is it solid gold? Oh right, yeah. Could it be solid gold? Is that it does along the same lines? Does Zeus poop? And if so, is it solid gold? No, that magically goes somewhere else. Okay. Or probably. does it happen at all? Miranda, you're a big Potterhead, right? Yeah, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, you just poop Did anywhere you, and yeah. you just clean it up go away with yeah last question you know what i bet gods do that 
Last question along these lines, does Hades poop? And I and I say that because maybe Hades would want to leave it. Maybe he likes it smelly and gross everywhere. I think he poops in that giant swirling vortex where all the souls are. Just to I really... think he's constipated, Ooh, and that's right. why he's so frustrated. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> that does. Um, so we get to Phil's Island. Who wants to talk about Phil's Island? I think Miranda needs to take this one. Oh, sure. So Hercules arrives, and he doesn't quite see Philatides quite yet but he hears some girl giggling so what's a young boy gonna do but look for it too and he also sees this goat butt sticking out of a bush uh, and he thinks that the you know the goat is uh stuck so he's gonna you know help this little guy turns out to be not a little guy cute little goat you might expect but you know a middle-aged like shirtless man with a goat's butt who was like you know, being a voyeur, looking at these female dryad um, ladies as they bathed in water, which is like a very classic kind of a Greek little plot line. And then he immediately starts chasing the ladies. They turn into different nature aspects, like some flowers, a tree. And then, you know, Phil's all pissed at Hercules for ruining his good time. And at first doesn't really want to admit who he is he doesn't want to take hercules on as a client we get immediately we get to learn about phil's kind of cool way that he talks where he likes to say you know two words and two then words, say words. Kid. Yeah. i Whoa, am retired that was good <laughs> was that? yeah right yeah i honestly thought you were playing audio from the movie when you said two words <laughs> no i'm not i'm not kidding then i mean if you think you're bad at doing it then maybe i'm the idiot but well, i thought that sounded really convincing yeah don't go out on a high note i'm sorry right. for interrupting you miranda oh no problem so yeah we immediately get that phil is a little bit of like a lady creep who does not have it reciprocated it's a classic no woman's interested in old man training the young guy it's like such an anime trope too of just the horny old man training the uh the young young hero yeah Yeah. and he's bitter but hilarious Um, he's the master roshi to make another dbz very master roshi yeah Yeah. i do want to say one thing about the two words i am retired and it's funny that you know, it's funny to kids of like, haha, like he's that's not two words. But I once saw this post on Tumblr that said that in Greek it would be two words if he was speaking Greek. And because I think I am would be one word and then retired would be the other word. Um so if oh. you know Greek, that might be like a fun little Easter egg for you. But I, it also I, works as just being hilarious that he doesn't know how to count. And I wonder Hercules if that applies. Does. I wonder if that applies to everything he says, because that would be such a meta joke. Like he's actually yeah. correct in Greek. Yeah. Oh, that'd that's be great. great. I had I had no idea. But I've also liked to think that he also doesn't know how to count. And when he lists all his rules, that it's, they're probably, yeah. <laughs> like, not consistent. Except Hercules remembers them and he quotes them back. But I I always like to think that Hercu- that Phil is making them up as they go. Hmm. And he's like, you know, rule 321. And Hercules is like, you've only told me 12 so far. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, so Phil's dream is to finally train a real hero. We get him talking about Achilles, Theseus, all these other Greek heroes that in this reality have, I guess, failed. Um, but he was looking for a hero who can go the distance. So then we get Phil's song. And, one yeah, last hope. But for Hercules, it's like, I, dude, 
you're got to be kidding me. I was just singing about going the distance. Oh yeah, meant to be. This is meant to be. Yeah, it's almost like the gods arranged it, kind of. Yeah. Almost. But also, by the way, in traditional Greek mythology, Hercules stuff happened before Achilles. So I think that's another example of this movie, like, mixing things up just by knowing kids might know those stories yeah yeah i know and they do weird things like hercules doesn't murder his family in this it's really i know weird. why didn't they stick with it yeah but <laughs> i have really... something to say about that later <laughs> okay um so we get one last hope which is phil's thankfully only song yeah i agree it's the what song we, movie i don't like what do we think about one last hope oh i like it it's fun okay what is like what's going on what what's the song about uh, it's it's Phil uh, describing that he wants to he's you know he's gonna be he's gonna turn it around he's gonna be a little hopeful that Hercules might have what it what he's got what it takes to go the distance and it starts with him <laughs> saying I'm not gonna do it but Zeus you know nepotism coming down Zeus electrocutes him to be like no you are you are teaching my son um because you would said you say, would you say that Hercules words, is a big okay. old nepo baby yeah. oh for sure <laughs> sure is. and he probably is like no i grew up on a farm i'm not a nepo baby and it's like dude uh whatever your father yeah. is king of the gods yeah there's no way they could have your family could have afforded to probably fill his app uh his appetite as a growing <laughs> yes, my god exactly. so yeah. i like to imagine that like zeus and hera would like send little snacks down to him and be like oh i just found this um yeah like one that. last hope it has a lot of i think it has a lot of, it has a lot of funny scenes of him training there's some other references i think to like the karate kid probably yeah, yeah or just when them, movies, balancing. Sure. yeah i've also i've never seen the karate kid and that's so that's one of the great examples of kids movies that reference other movies that i don't see like i've been seeing references to the godfather my whole life before i saw the godfather so it's like i knew the lines before ever even seeing the movie um I'll make you an offer that's difficult to turn down. <laughs> like that one? Yeah, that's exactly how I remember it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get Hercules as an adult. We get this training montage through the song, and now Hercules training is over. So Phil decides that he is ready for a field test, and they're going to go to Thebes. On the way to Thebes, they hear someone screaming, a woman. And Hercules and company go to investigate. Um, it's Megara, and she is being accosted by a centaur. Should we talk about Megara now? Miranda, Hell you have the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we we jump in, and you're, we're like, we got it. Hercules is going to be able to test his stuff. He, we found a damsel in two seconds. She, it's Everything looks like she needs her help. You know, she's being pushed around, and she's saying, like, put me down. And then... Hercules tries to intervene and they're both her uh, Megara and Nessus are like back off you don't you don't know what's going on Megara says this great line of I'm a damsel I'm in distress I can handle it have a nice day it's just beautiful that she she's a perfect role model not perfect I shouldn't say that she's a great role model for anyone that it you know what it is it like subverts the the trope that you think you're gonna see this thing and you're immediately like hercules doesn't know what's up megara is fine she can handle herself even though maybe i don't know what i i'm curious what would have happened if hercules didn't show up so um, let's let's park on megara like the character for a second 
she probably has more sex appeal than mm-hmm. any Disney <laughs> character ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's probably true. She that's has like she has like curves. Susan Egan's voice is so like alluring. Mm-hmm. She, it's such like, a woman's voice. Yes, and, and and like her her voice acting is so so good. It rivals James Woods as Hades' work. Like she is the way she puts emphasis on certain words, like rippling pectorals. <laughs> like it's she she's does such phenomenal work and makes the character just so great and also just like way too sexy for a kids yeah. movie. And again, I'm still saying not an adult movie, but. This is a good argument for it not being a kid movie. <laughs> I, I think what this scene does is it excellent, excellently uh, plays out the dynamics between them. Like Hercules is super strong and super capable, but he is not street smart and he lacks. He's naive in a lot of ways, whereas mm-hmm. Meg is his exact opposite. She doesn't have his strength, but she's so clever. She can like think circles around him and the centaur all day. And I just love that in this really brief exchange, you get that immediately and you get this spark between them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say she has strength of spirit or strength of like survival. Exactly. Yeah. That she clearly, she clearly knows how to like talk her way out of situations. Um, Except there's one that she can't. That's true. After Hercules flies away, who does Meg meet with? Hades. None other than Hades. Well, no, first, oh, we first got to mention she stumbles on a couple little furry animals and it does this subversion of like the Disney trope of like princess like woman with cute little animals. And she's like, what are we in a theme park? (laughs) And then in a kind of grotesque way, Panic and Pain's heads pop out of the bodies of this bunny and this little chipmunk. And um, that's when we meet Hades and we find out that she was working for him and he's not happy with her work performance in the last yeah, five minutes. He has been uh, recruiting her to help um, him gather monsters to join in his uprising and they, where he will soon be taking over Olympus. And this is when he learns that Hercules is actually alive and pain and panic kind of like freak out. They're like, is that that guy we were supposed to kill? <laughs> Remember when all the, everyone was naming their kid Brittany? <laughs> And Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I like the Jason part because you know, if you think like Jason and like Greek mythology, but the Britney one is just like, yep, it's the nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I it's never a really very connected popular the, name. And did not connect the two things, the Britney thing. That's Maybe good. There is a Britney. I don't know. Uh, probably not. I think you're right, but no, uh, I don't think there's any from. ancient Greek Britney, but I would definitely <laughs> I would definitely read that myth. The yeah. Myth yeah. And her spears. Yeah. Um, oh my God, that is so good. Right? So good. Uh, so we get to Thebes. Thebes uh, is very New York City inspired here. Uh, it has like Phil gives it kind of a most icily cantina. Yeah. <laughs> the Big Olive is the, the name of the song. Playing. Yes, the Big Olive. So they're walking around. We get some typical I'm walking here. New York jokes. <laughs> I promised I wouldn't do Phil again, but I just did. There's just uh, so I like the overuse of the I'm walking here. Like line it's and criminal it, I, I yeah yeah across media or in this movie um across all media hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely but um around literally the water cooler around the the town fountain people are talking about all these disasters that have been occurring and they're all seemingly refugees there's been earthquakes tornadoes volcanoes all that kind of stuff 
So Hercules introduces himself. He says that he is a hero and he is ready to save the day, but he's not taken seriously by the town folk. Just then, however, Meg runs up and she asks Hercules for help. Uh, there are two kids that are trapped in a landslide. But what Hercules does not know is that this is a setup by Hades to lure him into a fight with the Hydra. Um, can I tell you a fun joke that I like? Mm-hmm. I like yeah. when the kids, uh, who turn out to be pain and panic, are trapped in the landslide and they're yelling, call uh, 1X1X1, one X, one X1, call 1X1X1. One X, one X, one. <laughs> I love uh, it too. Is, call which it is 911. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so cool when I finally got that. It's it's clever. I smiled when I heard it. And that, I had to perfect, think about it for a minute. It's a perfect joke for kids because this is a kids movie. <laughs> it's not uh, for, it's not a hard hitting film for it's, adults. It's a, it's a per, well, it's a, I mean, Megra is like almost in a completely different movie. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean that as a bad thing. Um, but uh, that's a perfect joke for like kids who are studying Greek mythology. Like I felt so smart when I got that joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do want to say, um, back when like all those people around the the water fountain and they were like, was that disaster before this one or this one? Like they can't quite remember. I was seeing a lot of that memeified um in 2022 when people were talking about mm. how there's just really like one disaster after another. Like we're like, was that before or after the attack on the Capitol and this you know this great fire, this great earthquake, like. The world was a kind of experience that this during the pandemic itself, a great disaster in itself. Um, so that's one thing. Did not see it up in like merch like we talked about before, but <laughs> it was making its way around uh, visually. Um, and uh, did you watch Hercules at all during the pandemic? Did that comfort you? Uh, that's such I'm a great sure question. I, of you course, watched it. <laughs> watch it. I watch it at least every year a couple of times. Um, but I don't think I thought of that like that i want to say early pandemic my movie was mulan i don't know why but i think it you know i think it was like you know when we're trying to quarantine and putting family first that's probably what brought me to watching mulan once a week that makes sense um james i get the sense that you're gonna have a lot to say about the hydra and how it looks is that correct (laughs) not a lot not, not a lot i i like the design i just don't like the cgi like i don't i don't like the the 3d ish look like it's just it stands out way too much to me i mean obviously back then it was like this is so cool but it doesn't really work uh it it stands out a little bit too much but yeah but the the general like kind of you know creepy look of the hydra i'm a big fan um and you know he battles with the hydra then and after a little bit of a poor showing on his part he gets swallowed and from inside he cuts off the hydra's head which and, is what the most violent thing that happens i yeah. think is this fight is in mm-hmm. a disney movie in a dis maybe yeah maybe i uh, yeah depending on how you how you view like the violence of you know scar murdering mufasa that's pretty violent no, but that's that's, not you're right violent it's open-ended screen. it's yeah <laughs> that that's more like philosophically violent yeah, one of the things that Aaron loves most about The Lion King is how it really keeps you guessing and you have questions. <laughs> like, did Scar actually do it? Like, like we don't is, know. Is, is, that, Scar... is, that, your, is that what <laughs> you say? This is all the, all the Scar apologists are coming out of the woodwork. You know, he was a misunderstood leader. Yeah, um, we don't actually see the time. To yeah. It. yeah, we don't yeah. see the the times where Mufasa was like beating his underlings and stuff. Like you, you know, Scar Scar inherited a lot of those problems. Okay? He sure did. He sure. Yeah. Did. yeah. Well, you know, I think a good comparison is the Scar versus Hades. You know, these are both uncles who want to be in power and hate their nephew. 
but I I kind of feel like we like Hades is so charming in this humor. Like we kind of don't hate him, or at least I don't. Like I don't, I don't want him, him to win. I think but, like you... who's Zeus? Zeus is boring. I Zeus is boring more... except for Riptor. Yeah, I think you more side with Hades because it does a better of job of establishing him as being smarter than everyone else in the room mm-hmm. and people not kind of missing his jokes and missing what's like fun about him. Whereas there's really yeah. nothing about Scar. Like Jeremy Irons, great. But like, who do we want as the king? James Earl Jones or Jeremy Irons? Come on. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And yeah, and we see Scar being a bad leader. He ruins everything. And Hades, we right off the bat, hear that Zeus gave him this really crappy job in the underworld and we just see Zeus you know I think Hades even says like all of you guys get to just chill up here on heaven equivalent and these clouds while I have to do a bunch of real work and you know we don't even see Hades no I mean we know I mean he when him sending out monsters does harm people so yeah he's not exactly a good guy no I wouldn't say he's a good guy but uh I mean in the context of the movie (laughs) <laughs> maybe he donates to a lot of charities we don't know about that. we don't yeah. know so, so hercules the hydra's head starts you know growing into you know it's a classic hydra move it starts growing into more uh and so hercules triggers a rock slide which finally finishes off the hydra which is a far cry from burning the stumps like he does in the <laughs> mythology right yeah i wonder why they chose that Probably uh, less burning cauterization in a child's movie. Yeah, okay. That, okay. that's true. Yeah. Um, little <laughs> yeah, do they know, that's what I look for in my burning in, or in my in my childhood movies. <laughs> yeah. Um. So obviously, you know, the townspeople are like, "Holy cow, this guy's actually, you know, the real thing." And so then we get uh, another montage, zero to hero, which is you know a montage of Hercules saving everybody or you know committing. I was supposed to say committing acts of heroism. <laughs> Did you commit acts of hero heroism? Sure. Um, you can. I think you do. Look, think of all the damage that happens, you know, yeah. around the collateral damage that happens around a town when a hero is fighting. So the, I think you're committing. The, where's the Spider-Man homecoming of the Hercules franchise? Right. <laughs> you know, um, we got to deal with the aftermath. Do you guys have any thoughts on the this montage? Yes. Okay. I... I think it's a really fun montage and I think there are some Easter eggs where some of the creatures are a part of the 12 labors of Hercules. Yeah. Um, although not all of them. And that does bother me. It doesn't bother me that they add new things. Like they have this weird version of Medusa that I'm not a fan of. Cause I, I love the idea of Medusa maybe because of, you know, rewriting it feminists, you know, whatever, but like it, um, that's okay, even though Hercules doesn't fight Medusa or a Minotaur as one or part of his um, twelve labors. But you know, there's a boar, there's a big bird, there's a lion that looks lion, just like Scar, just like Scar. Which I did see again on like Tumblr once that they do make the joke in Lion King. I think I haven't watched Lion King in a while. Where Zazu says that Scar would look good as a throw rug, which that's a dark joke. Um, yeah. um, so that's like part of that Easter egg. There's the lion. And then when Phil is reading off like letters later, he says a couple more labors, like the girdle and the stables. Um, but yeah, it kind of frustrates me that they don't have all of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's OK, because I think some of them would be really hard to translate. That's true. Um, like him just picking some apples or like, yeah, exactly. sure, cool. Yeah. 
Um, so Hades uh, is now scheming because now Hercules is famous. Everyone knows about him. Uh, his fame has only kind of skyrocketed. We should mention that all these monsters were sent by Hades to go take him down. And Hercules has, as you said, the Minotaur, the um, Medusa, other creatures. He's taken them down. So at this point, Hades has only 24 hours to stop Hercules before his 18th birthday and before the planets align. Oh, and I think it's during that montage that we see some of that classic Hollywood or even 90s kind of level references of what fame is. Fame is having Air Hercs, like Air Jordan. There's the putting oh, yeah. their their handprints in cement like Hollywood. There's him doing like a Gatorade kind of commercial. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And like, and also we and get stuff. the and the reason why this had to be Hercules and not Heracles is so that. One of the muses can say Huncules. Oh, that's <laughs> Just true. Just like Jerkules. Although I hate I hate Jerkules because how is Hercules a jerk? But should be more like Splooshules. Splooshules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I've actually I... never been attracted to Hercules. He's too muscular. Fair point. He's like the one himbo that does nothing for me. <clears throat> um, but <laughs> I I didn't take this. I think you're absolutely right. I think this is supposed to be the send up of '90s culture. But maybe we're still too close to it. But I just saw it as like fame in general. What did you? Yeah, imagine? maybe we just married the two. We're so used to seeing Hollywood stuff and like an association with a representation of fame. We see that in so much of our pop culture that you know we just connect mm-hmm. them to instinctively. I mean, yeah. and there's still celebrities that endorse certain credit cards. Yeah, Absolutely. or Matt Damon endorsing reference. crypto. <laughs> yeah yeah um, and there's and we get some more puns in the song like what does a grecian earn and like what like like a play on grecian earn like the vase boss oh yeah but also like what are, what do they earn because we just saw like that you know hercules is making bank and i love his giant mansion that they only oh, show once i love that he has a workout scroll <laughs> buns <laughs> of bronze yes um so we get hades and he's plotting and planning um and we kind of understand why meg is helping him so meg sold her soul to hades to save her boyfriend hades brought the boyfriend back in exchange for meg's service forever but the boyfriend left meg leaving her kind of devastated and now with hades and she kind of has no way out yep can I admit something the when he's telling this story he's using little smoke figures i've that the girl that the boyfriend leaves Megara for is a blonde. I don't Ooh. know why. It's smoke. I don't. I've always why. thought that he was. That I'm he like, was... Ugh, he left for a blonde. Hmm. Well, his loss though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Clearly an idiot. Speaking of like little Hades details, I forgot to mention that I love when he makes a lighter out of his own thumb. Oh, oh yeah. Light hit, like, Game set. Yeah. I love it. Um. So yeah. what happens next? So. Hercules reports his accomplishments to Zeus and he's like, all right, I'm a hero hero. Let's, let's make me a God. And Zeus is like, no man, you're just famous. You're not like a true hero. And I feel like even little kid me knew it's like, no, you gotta like sacrifice yourself for something. I feel like I've seen, I had seen that enough in media to know that's what needed to be done. And, and Hercules, you know, he's like, you got to discover what this means um, for yourself. Look inside your heart. Which is a really original idea for a Disney film to look inside your heart, <laughs> yeah. or or Disney yeah. adjacent um, sacrifice d- licensed Disney IP for the purpose of a 
entire series about hearts. Is friendship good? I'm confused. I don't know. We should replay <laughs> the entire Kingdom Hearts series to find out more about friendship. I think so. Yeah. Um. So this is how Meg begins her seduction of Hercules. So they spend the day together and have a very genuinely good time. And because obviously, yeah. and it's very oh, but, it's adorable. Uh, let's not skip over the the scene where a the this like group of like so like riled up like hormonal girls chase Hercules like it's like the Beatles like they're climbing over the gates and they break in and fills into it like he he gets rid of them and and he makes this like creepy laugh like he's gonna go like exploit them somehow (laughs) Um, yeah why do I like him I don't know but uh and then but then you know Megara comes in and she's like this cool like they're like a perfect foil of like how she is mature like how old do you think Megara is, by the way? I always assume she's like over 20. I she, also did yeah. too. I, I mean, she looks 37, like a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she has the maturity of a 37 year old for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's like, like, there's so often the woman is the naive one <clears throat> in these Disney movies. Yeah. I do what, like, like the reversal 22? of that. Would you say 22? Yeah, yeah. Inter- two yeah. definitely oh, yeah. seems older than Hercules for sure. How long do you imagine she's been in servitude with Hades? I always imagine it's been at least five years. Yeah, I, I would think, think so. Five years is probably exactly where I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so they have a great time. And so this is where they go on, like, they go to see a play. What did they, where, where Hercules says that, like, that line, like, oh, that Oedipus <laughs> oh, yeah, thing? Oedipus. Man, <laughs> I thought I, thought I, had, I problems. had problems. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Meg very obviously not, but not to Hercules because he's a dingus tries to, you know, find out what her, his weaknesses are by blatantly asking him. Uh, <laughs> Introducing. Like, nope. Yeah. Right. He's like, Nope, I don't have any. Uh, and then they almost kiss before Phil interrupts them. Classic hate when a satyr interrupts us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're kissing. <laughs> um, some like, I don't know if it's meant to be like, cops like like i'm definitely supposed to be like a cop but i don't know that's like a reference to like cop shows that that was popular at the time maybe but we then get meg on her own and she sings i won't say i'm in love which Which is an excellent song and susan egan has a phenomenal singing voice yes she Um, was the original bell on broadway yeah i love this song um i love the muses as backup i love the location i love that it takes place at nighttime um what do we what else what it's else just, do we like about it no you're uh, you, you're hitting the nail on the head it's just a great like setting and setup and and, and it's music. so relatable those times that you know you're hesitant to admit that like you're actually crazy about someone um and even though you know you shouldn't be especially yeah. when that guy's a dumb himbo yeah, yeah. james yeah. did you did you after I've you been met hurt Miranda, sink into your bed play this song and just cry yourself to sleep to it because i you knew how much and you hold the flowers i gave you i sure I definitely did that i sure did yeah <laughs> i actually held an actual of picture me? of you oh <laughs> yeah i printed out a picture of you at uh at walgreens and i was crying while they were printing it and then i took it back home <laughs> and i sang this and while i was crying did they you were accidentally actually... get bumped by a little cupid cherub statue with a little arrow I mean, that's just every day. Or also, it's a good reference. I get a little <laughs> Easter egg too. They were afraid to release the photo to James because they didn't know what he would do with it. Yeah, <laughs> they were really terrified when they saw me crying. Uh, no one ever, they're like, no one walks into Walgreens already crying. <laughs> they definitely leave Walgreens crying. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> Walgreens, you'll Just leave crying. Over. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so Phil catches Meg conspiring with Hades. Is this uh, is this what before or after Pegasus gets kidnapped? It's by the, by the, the classic it's fake before. female Pegasus it's trick. Before. No, it's, it's before. well before. Because oh, Phil you're is right. there because he gets knocked off because for whatever dumb reason, he decides to sit on top of Hercules's shoulders. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah and for, for some reason, Pegasus hasn't flown directly straight up in the sky. He's chosen to go the route through the forest. And, you know, um, Phil falls down and gets hit on the head and is behind some statue. Actually, of all the... I think this is one of my, I have two nitpicks for this movie. And maybe one is like a more major thing, but this nitpick is what he overhears. I don't quite understand why Megara says what she says in that exact moment. Cause she's saying, I'm not going to do it. And Hades is arguing with, with her about it. And then Phil wakes up and he just hears that when Hades says, if I say, put wonder boy's head on a platter, you say medium or well, and she says medium well done. And that's what, Phil hears, then he runs away. And meanwhile, Megara is still saying stuff like, Yeah, I gotta work on that. I don't know what she said she has to work on. But then she immediately goes back to being like, Well, I don't care, I'm not gonna hurt him. But then why did she say medium or well done? If like I like I don't understand that conversation. I think it's I think it's movies. I also because you know, Phil has to get this information somehow. Yeah. I also think it plays again into Greek tragedies where characters hear like mm. the wrong part of the conversation um and they make all sorts of assumptions that they they shouldn't which is what happens here to a degree mm-hmm. um yeah. but, but yeah. i think when i saw that i was like oh greek tragedy kind of set up yeah yeah oh i do want to say when she says read my lips forget it that's a very popular quote in my family to say to each other <laughs> jokingly well i like how it's such fun wordplay because uh he says i can't hear you and so mm. she says read my lips which oh, I love. It's like that's someone ever tells play. me like, I don't want to hear it or I can't hear you. Like, I'm just going to say, well, then read my lips. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So after Phil kind of hears the worst part of that conversation uh, and he goes to run back to Hercules to tell him what he heard. Uh, and this is when pain and panic kidnap Pegasus. They get seduced by a terrifying sexy Pegasus. <clears throat> Um, does with a tramp wanna... stamp with a tramp stamp <laughs> yes, i was just gonna say what do you want to describe the terrifying i'll let miranda handle this oh my gosh i'm like afraid i'm gonna like black out and not say the right thing i think it's a, like a pink horse with a tramp stamp like on its butt that i think is a heart with you know f- like you know blonde hair a blonde mane and tail and the, the wing is like one of those feather fans that burlesque oh my god yeah pictures. like your hero's feather yeah like yes. your hero's like feather fan dance like um that. and then has like eyelashes that are oh my much god, too yeah. long um i, even I don't have, know like lipstick like lips <laughs> yeah i don't know what pegasus <laughs> is into but apparently he's into this because <laughs> They, they lure Pegasus with hook, this line, and sinker. Hook, line, Couldn't and work better. Uh, so that later Pegasus. Oh, and she has a saddle on. She does. <laughs> oh, which yeah, is like because... that seems a little sexy. Yeah, that's a BDSM thing. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, but but to be honest, Phil would have fallen for this too. That's uh, true. yeah. Maybe like totally sexy horse. Would've. I'm in. Yeah. Um, but so this puts Pegasus out of commission. They tie him up. He's trapped. Um, he will come to the rescue later, but not anytime soon. 
Yeah. And so Phil gets back to Hercules and tells Hercules what he overheard. And Hercules obviously is like, I'm he's smitten. So he's just like, you're, you were wrong. And he leaves Phil. Um, or well, well, no, he yells at Phil and then Phil's like, I'm done with you. He yells and he at punches Phil. Yeah. yeah he punches Phil. Horrible. Bad guy. Most like his uh, actual Greek mythology counterpart. Actually, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but and Phil did it in a really bad way, like almost like rubbing his nose in it. Yeah, like, he's way too he aggressive. Was a bad sort. And and Phil already had this this prejudice against Megara because Megara rejected him, him pre- rejected him and was like, You're like, I know this guy doesn't know what no means, so he'll just explain it to you and called him shorty. Yeah. And apparently he hated being referred to his height. Yeah. I wonder if Danny DeVito hates hearing about his height. I think at this point he's okay with it. He must be. Um, so after Phil leaves, Hades shows up and he very bluntly reveals to Hercules that he's holding Meg hostage and he agrees to free her if Hercules agrees to give up his super strength for the next 24 hours, thereby allowing Hades to take over Olympus. And he promises that Meg will not get hurt. Yes, very important. He promises no harm will come to her. But you know what she's able to do? She's able to say, don't listen to him. Don't do it. Just yeah. like the first time Hercules tries to save her, she's like, no, I'm cool. Like, don't do it. Yep. So Hercules, at this point, hasn't learned. No, he is a dumbass. Um, so Hercules agrees. And Hades then was just like, oh, by the way, yeah, she's been working for me the whole time. And so thus breaking Hercules' heart in, in two. And then we get a great sequence. The Titans unleashed. And I love the Titans are other than like Meg and like, you know, the voice acting like Meg and Hades. The Titans are my favorite thing about the movie. I love that this prison is like under the sea, Mm -hmm. like under the water behind some like lightning gate. It's so like visually so cool. And so Hades flies over there and he lets the Titans out and under the condition that they kill Zeus. Um, are the planets is that a part of the CGI thing? Are those is that done pretty CGI like? I don't think I didn't notice. I I didn't notice anything odd about that. Okay. Yeah, and it's only really shown very briefly for what a big deal they make of it earlier in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Titans break out, and they climb Mount Olympus, and a battle breaks out between the Olympians and the Titans. It's it's fun. I you know we got classic ice titan we got the rock titan we got the tornado titan what else do we have i like the lava cyclops the cyclops he's not a titan but he's He's not a titan i love the lava titan that kind of like belches oh yeah yeah i think it's really cool i like how the the rock one like you think you know where the head is and then it's like also somewhere like really far back like the way it moves is pretty cool yeah i love that's not really how earthquakes work in uh kingdom hearts yeah the one the two titans that i know the best are the ice and the rock just because they're kingdom hearts uh (laughs) boss battles and then i was thinking about it and i was like well how do you fight a tornado and how do you fight a viscous pool of lava yeah yeah Yeah, that's tough so what you're saying is Sora would have gotten murdered immediately by both of those (laughs) titans yeah actually probably yeah (laughs) so as you mentioned there is a cyclops as well and the cyclops kind of heads over and starts like destroying thebes right Mm-hmm. And yes. Hercules uh, kind of heads over there 
to try to fight it because he's got to try to be a hero. Um, we should mention too that the Cyclops is like it's like a Godzilla attack. The Cyclops is yeah. enormous. Yeah. And while Herc is getting his ass beat handily, Meg goes to find Phil to bring Phil back to Hercules to try to encourage Hercules to to save the day. And she succeeds in doing that. And Phil comes back. And but, you know, Hercules is able to use his brains and not just his brawn to topple the Cyclops over. How does he do it? Uh, well, he blinds it savagely. Again, I was looking for a cauterizing stump and we get it here. <laughs> so he blinds the Cyclops with a burning piece of wood and then ties a rope around its legs. Uh, falls so to he, the ground. And he right, falls Because he, he watched Star Wars. Falls off a cliff. Empire Strikes Back. So he knew how to do that. Ah, yes, he, does, he falls off the cliff and dies. But yeah, he's finally using his brains and not just his brawn. Yeah. Yes. Um, so but... something very. Go ahead, Miranda. Oh, no. I was just going to say something very sad happens to Meg, and I was going to ask you what it is. Yeah, right in that moment, um, while Hercules is at that edge of the the cliff, a column breaks from the big, you know, boom of the titan- of the Cyclops falling down, and Megara sees that Hercules is about to get crushed, and without his strength, she knows that would kill him. So she does what she did before. She sacrifices her life to, she doesn't think of herself. She pushes the guy she's into that she loves um, out of the way and the column assumedly breaks her back and she that breaks the deal with Hades because the deal was that she can't get hurt and in that way um, Hercules gets his strength back and he says, why did you do that? And she says, people do crazy things when they're in love. Yeah, and that will become their thing. Now, and I do. I'll wait to say what I have to say about that quote until later. Let's ignore the fact that if a column fell on her, her intestines would squirt out like a <laughs> tube of toothpaste yes. being rolled up. But it's still yes. very cute. That That's happens cool. a lot in cartoons where people get like trees falling on them, and it's like, ah, my leg, ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not like, like you know, my insides are crushed. I know. I mean, <laughs> Phil should have had a concussion from falling into like all those dumbbells. True. Yeah. Um, but this is a dire moment for everyone. Um, Hades is yeah. using the Titans to imprison Zeus. I like how the Titans do it. The yeah. rock Titan kind of piles up rocks, which is the lava Titan, then blast of lava, which the ice Titan then cools down. Um, so he's kind of trapped, like kind of under this self-made mountain. Yeah. Um, but Hercules frees him and he drives the Titan away. Um, and then Zeus obviously helps him as well. So yep. Hades runs away and unfortunately Meg dies. She did. So, uh, what happens then? What does Herc do? Uh, Miranda? He remembers that Hades loves to make deals. So he breaks in. He, I don't know, fight overcomes Cerberus. Um, I love how I he just busts another, that's into yeah. the underworld. I know, is like, like riding get, the dog. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It always made me a little sad because the dogs like whine after, and I'm like, he hurt the dogs. Um, and also, you know, Hades is a dog person. I love that. And he says, you know, give Meg back. And Hades is like, I can't do that. That's not how it is. Um, also, this is we were seeing before um, her string was cut um, by the fates. Yeah. Um, I know that's revisited. That's important that they show that. And I also like that yes. they show that. That's such a cool. Um, I love it. Cool visual. Um, uh, and so he's like, you like making deals. How about I have to try to go get her from this swirling green muck and I Did will call it the river of death. 
or does he call it something? Or maybe he doesn't um, refer to it. I don't it think at he all. calls it anything. He just says we... she, she's swimming with a new crowd these days. <laughs> we oh, we yeah. do see That's him. <laughs> we do, yeah. We do see him paddling on the river of death earlier and him like kicking off lost souls that are trying to get on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they don't they don't give it any names. Um, you'd have to learn that by reading the Odyssey or whatnot. But um, so Hercules is like, okay, deal. And he does the same thing um Hades said of like counting once, counting twice. Uh, and then Hades is like, is there a downside to this? Uh no, okay, yeah, go. Uh yeah. You stay, she can leave. Oh, wait, you're gonna die before you can even get out of there. Um, so we see this really cool scene of Hercules jumping in and he's like aging slowly by being in this river. And the fates, meanwhile, are taking out his string. Um, do they call it a string? I'm forgetting. I don't think they call it anything. It's it's the thread of life. Thread of life. They call it the thread because then they say, like, what's the matter with these scissors? The thread won't cut. Um, he's really like cool, creepy, like jagged scissors um because right in that moment that i assume like he touches megara that's when his godness kicks in that's when he's become a true hero yeah he sacrificed himself to save her yeah that i guess only kicked in when he's nearing the point of his death it's not that he even like agreed to do it. He has right. to right. Like, well, it would be very dying uncinematic if it just he got it yeah. immediately and they just punched <laughs> Hades and then jumped in. Listen, yeah. Miranda, if you held me to everything I agreed to do, I would be in many other places. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, half this podcast is talking about games Aaron's yeah. contractually oh agreed God, to play by right. purchasing them. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Uh, but so I love that this is shown by the fates trying to cut the thread for Hercules yes. and being unable to do it. It's so cool. Yeah. And yeah. So mom, Hercules kind of brings Meg up uh, and then just throws Hades back into the sea of dead he souls. Punches his face in. Punches his face in. I love that. Great, great visual that probably cracked uh, like 10 year old me her. up. And um, yeah. So it, then Hades is just like lost in the sea of dead souls, which I guess like, did he die? No, no. but like, no. it's you know, it's weird. Like, they the almost make it seem trapped. like he's, I mean, my like, little kid me probably thought Hades was dead. I mean, they could trap the Titans. I'm sure this would keep yeah. him down for a good yeah. long time. He's I definitely think, not. Yeah, I think in though. the context of like what the movie taught me, I always assumed he was just <clears> trapped <throat> down there because, because panic and pain say like, what'll happen? Like if he gets out and then, it's if he gets out if he's yeah. good if is good if that's is also good. a family favorite line if if is good so megan hercules almost kiss again um but then they go back to mount olympus oh but know, hercules Her- says the line because she's like what what and he's like people do crazy things when, when they're, in, they're love. in love and his voice has this like new timber to it because of his god powers and yeah. he's also a god because he's glowing and he's orange now. He is. Which, yeah. I, which and I dislike. They're having this big glow orange party at the gates of Olympus. Yeah. And yeah. Meg is kind of on the outskirts. And she's like, yeah. okay, he's finally where he belongs. And, you know, I need to go back now. And she doesn't hold it against him. She's just like, you'll make one heck of a god. She's happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Just sad. Yeah. In like a bittersweet way. And then in, yeah. a, in the classic, as the Zeus we all know from Greek mythology move, Zeus murders Meg and forces Hercules <laughs> to come back to Mount Olympus. Yes. No, uh, Hera no. is the one. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know the classic right. mother-in-law thing. Yeah, yeah. I love you, yeah. my mother-in-law. 
Hercules yeah. decides <laughs> actually he will reject godhood and he wants to be on earth to stay with Meg. Yes. Life without and then Meg. They finally kiss. We finally they get it. Like we finally Pop. get it. And yeah. we get the 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 credit song. A, A star, star is born. born. I think the song is is it's fine. I, I mean it's not like bad. I just it, I It's don't... a good party song. Yeah. 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 And that's but, kind of the vibe of the end is like they're having a big party now for. But then we get the Bill's real dream. outro song, the Michael Bolton version of "I Go the Distance," <laughs> oh. which is the definitive version of the song. I, think. I forgot about. It that. is one of the best, like, ba- like popular singer. It's great singings of the songs. Yeah, it's um, great. I Neo, also love "Colors of the Wind." The Neo version of "Friend Like Me" is pretty good. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have a question. I have a tough question to ask everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long do you think Hercules and Meg last? Oh no. <laughs> in real like if in in like this world, not like it, he kills her world. In this world. Um, I, I think mean, they I wanna, last. Yeah, I want to believe they last. <laughs> Hercules knows how to apologize. Yeah. I I, just, I really bring that up cuz he's like such a such a dumbass. <laughs> I think he's I think he's like he's a one woman guy. No, yeah. you're right. He, you know, he is. You know what guys? He's Meg forever. I think they can go the distance. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna top you on that one later, Aaron. Just wait. Okay. Um I've got a queued up. <laughs> should we talk about what works and what doesn't work? Yeah, I'll I'll go first. I, I hit on all of it as usual, you know, rip torn. All right, end of list. No, man. Uh Susan Egan <laughs> is incredible. Uh Megra is just an amazing character um hades james was hades so great all of the all of the underworld design and all that and and the music and the gospel is just just wonderful so incredible um yeah yeah i i will say pretty much everything works all the things you mentioned gotta love hades um i also just appreciate how like funny and quippy and fast Mm -hmm. this movie Mm -hmm. is with its jokes it's very sharply written Mm -hmm. um i just again my biggest bugbear is uh the non-adherence to mythology but I can definitely put that aside and appreciate it for what it is. Because you didn't want it to be R-rated. It would be very R-rated. Uh, I mean, even yeah. Hercules: The Legendary Journeys got into some pretty dark Hercules stuff. I did not watch that. Show. Is that is that a live action one? Is that with Ryan Gosling? No, it is live or action. was Ryan Gosling in it? I don't know if Ryan Gosling's it's in it, but it's Kevin Sorbo. It's Kevin Sorbo. Oh, it's where, where Zena comes from. Yeah, they did a. Oh, I think trot. my mom liked that show. Yeah, or she just at least likes Kevin Sorbo. I was a I was a Zena head when I was a kid. I didn't. Know I've that. never seen yeah. Zena. What? Get out! It's like it's all on streaming. Watch Zena. I will. If you and, want, and it was filmed in New Zealand. Zealand. Ooh, because she's yeah, a New Zealand actress. She is, a and New it's a Zealand New Zealand show. I need and a new produced, show produced by Sam Raimi. Oh, I didn't know that. Sam, that's where Sam Raimi got his start. Is uh, Hercules: The Legendary Journeys and Xena? No, he didn't. That's not where he got to start. I mean, he got to start doing the Evil Dead and produce and, and working on like Coen Brothers. Stuff. No, this is where he got to start. This Actually, is, the Coen Brothers worked for him. This Yo, is it. This is right. where he got to start. I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a Grinch about it. <laughs> you know what? I won't. Um, Miranda, what do you think? Uh, yes, everything you guys said about what works. I just want to emphasize with like all the jokes that they're jokes that you can grow up with, that you get slowly more over time. There are references and allusions that I think you can get more and more over time as well. I think 
um, even not like the jokes, but I just, I also, you know, think the more I learn about mythology stuff that just seems like references, like what I wanted to say about the, their line of people do crazy things when they're in love is the tragedy of um, in traditional mythology, how Hercules kills Megara and their children because he goes crazy thanks to his mom, his mom curses him. I think she actually has someone other else technically do it, like a different like minor god do it. Well, it's he not, goes crazy it's his, and he kills them. It's not his mom. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hercules. Uh, that's why. Hera. Yes, yeah. yes, he was actually um, um, the love child between Zeus and his adopted mom. That's in this movie. Um, where I think Zeus pretended to be a he, swan, right? No, no, no. I think he pretended to be the husband. Oh, so like the oh, wife yeah. didn't know she even cheated on him, but like, you know, some guy comes looking like her husband and he's like, Hey, let's hook up. And she does. And then turns out to be Zeus's kid. Um, Yikes. And Hera's pissed. So Hera makes Hercules's life bad and i think that's part of the i don't know why he's named her her heracles like was that the like them just being like like more dramatic irony of like his parents being like oh oh like thanks gods for blessing us with this child let's name him after hera i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know enough about greek the language to know that yeah but that would be like a very interesting irony yeah. yeah. So I feel like the people do crazy things on their love is like a slight nod to like his craziness. And they just kind of like subvert it to where it, it was actually turned into saving her life. Um, and I just love that she also saves his life. Like it's kind of this great example of like a partnership where they help each other. And I really think and then he she kind of like makes I would imagine makes him like more mature and like, you know. It's sad that she's his first heartbreak, but also I do think they'll go the distance. Um, but what always bothered me about this part as a kid um, was like, we see Megara sacrifice her life for Hercules, but she doesn't become a god. I like had a really hard time understanding that I guess, you know, Nepo baby, he gets oh, this yeah. like, he gets to be, he gets to be a god because it's in his blood. Like he gets this like leg up that it doesn't matter that um, Megara has sacrificed herself twice for men she loves and she doesn't get to be a god and that sucks yeah yeah i mean why is simba the prince because he was born into it you know yeah. why why could nala be the queen yeah and i feel like True. you could like walk away of like oh so it doesn't matter what i do like i have to be like i doesn't matter if i do a good thing like i don't get i don't get to be a god like hercules i mean that's not the thing i will walked away with but that's one of my <laughs> and it's not a nitpick but it's just something that i'm like it's it's a weird thing to like show that like Hercules gets this great reward and Megara just dies. Like that's that's all. She doesn't even like she doesn't go to go to heaven. She's like in the river with all these other random people. Yeah. I mean that is Greek mythology though. Like it is. Unless you're a hero, you just get thrown in with all the others. Yeah. Listen up, kids. Yeah. Um, but so if this were to be a video game, which it was, I believe it was like a pretty generic, like collectathon 3d platformer. Yeah. If we made our own video game, what would it be? Um, I don't have like an idea that adheres like strictly to like, you know, the plot of the movie. I kind of have something that would maybe overlap with two ideas. Um, well, one, actually one idea, the other one I'll say for fan fiction, but this, this could also kind of double as fan fiction is, uh, I, I give me a 
um, a life sim with uh, or a management sim with Hades in the underworld. This oh. Hades with a lot of just great quips. Yes. I want to <laughs> see what it's like to be Hades in the underworld. What does he do every day? Like what's his, you know, when he goes to the work. admin work. Yeah. Or instead of being Hades, I would love it if you were pain and panic and you had to like manage everything for Hades. That'd be fun. Mm. And, he and you kept messing up. Yeah. And you keep, when you mess up, you get a good Hades quip. Yeah. Aaron, would you say that this that the type of game is a real slice of life? <laughs> it, you know, it is a real slice of life. Um, would you care to know what my game is? Yeah. Yes. Um, I was thinking about blind spots in gaming, and uh, here's one. There's never been like a baby's first Souls game. There's not like a Souls-like that's pretty easy, that's like with a kid-friendly property. The closest thing is that oh. Star Wars, Star Wars fallen order which is a nah, that's, but that's still like too hard for kids it's too hard for kids but there's no like babies for soul like and i think you could have a fun hercules game that would be like a really rudimentary souls like what do you think that's a great idea yeah there's a lot of fun monsters to fight um you could yeah i i think that's what i would go with that would be my first souls game if that existed. it could be miranda's first Souls. Oh, yeah. game. If only it existed <laughs> i guess miranda will just have to play dark souls instead i guess i yeah. will <laughs> what's yours yeah, no so mine would be i don't know if uh it's kind of like a knockoff of ocarina of time where you are hercules kind of like growing up fighting you know running around the world and there's a bunch of integrated of you know dryads that he meets he's going to meet different gods and goddesses who will give him items like he could do something for artemis who will then give him the bow and arrows then he could do something for athena and she'll give him a shield or something like that and um navi would instead be something really cool and not cool but like not as annoying as navi is and someone who would just do like quips better um and even I mean, even if he did have also like a musical instrument, that's like, you know, he got it from um, Apollo, like he could do like a lira and that's like he has to do that. And then, you know, he can still work in the horse thing because I love I'm a horse girl. And I think that's also why I love this movie because there's a horse for most of it who talks and stuff. It's also, you know, in Mulan and Beauty and the Beast too, my other favorite stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a complete ripoff, but I would have so much fun if I got to interact with gods and goddesses that way. And I don't think it's. I'd want I the option to be a girl too. Yeah, and I don't think it's too much of a ripoff because how many properties were spawned out of Ocarina of Time? I mean, it, like it's basically a genre True. unto, it, unto yeah. itself. Everything is either a Souls game or a Zelda game or a Breath of the Wild knockoff. Now, basically, at this point, yeah, yeah. Um, would we want to live in this world? Because I certainly wouldn't. No, I, I'm going to say no too. I don't want to live in a world where there are, I know that they're good in this movie allegedly, but I don't want to have any risk of collateral damage because some gods are warring against each other. <laughs> yeah. But do we know that happens in this? Well, I guess, yeah, we do know what happens in the Disney I know, version. I know enough about the Disney version to say I'm not going to live in this world. Yeah, it would be tough, but I think I could live out my pastoral dreams, you know, just have some horses, have some goats, but, but no indoor plumbing. Don't live by young Hercules who will definitely. Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live where he lives or awesome. Thebes. Miranda, you can live a pastoral life with horses in this world. You don't That's have true. Because uh, <laughs> you're yeah. right. Yeah. But yeah, definitely like the real Greek mythology world. Hell no. No. 
Um, I pulled a James, uh, not to not to knock you, but no, I definitely fine. I definitely got into this episode and was like fan fiction. Definitely forgot to look for any. That's okay. Uh, and I pulled an Aaron and found some, but I didn't pull an Aaron <laughs> and find some that's like truly gripping. I feel like you you always know how to find like the best stuff, and I have more just like a couple things to mention. Please, mention. Um, more like broad strokes. So. Obviously, lots of smut out there, lots. tons of it, a lot of um, both smutty and like, you know, teen related. Like there's a lot of stuff ship, a lot of stuff shipping Hades and Meg. Lots yeah, you know, there's always going to be something like that. Um, so it won't go more into that. There is there's a lot of Meg's perspective, like romance novel type stuff, not like sex like fueled romance novel more like for for like younger kids type romance oh. um there's a lot of that that sounds um, good stuff that people wrote you know a fair amount of like 15 chapters worth of of stuff like one was just called go the distance and it's like a just from meg's perspective like what's going on it's like kind of her going through the heartbreak of losing the man she was with before and and actually like and offers his her you know her soul not just to like save him um but is instead she offers her soul to have her memories of him wiped Ooh, whoa whoa Spo- yeah. eternal sunshine of the spotless mind yeah. yeah spin i love that yeah um and then we've got uh, some classic uh crossovers as i'm sure all of you wanted when you first started watching this movie we guess we do have a hercules and ed ed and eddie crossover so don't finally. worry about that what? finally <laughs> let's get them together let's get them in the same room what? yeah um there is a mulan crossover um or a couple of them uh they didn't really seem that interesting it was it's was like it, i mean it's hercules and mulan like romance kind of thing Ew. Which I don't think you need that when you have a perfectly great romance going on in the actual thing itself. Yeah. Um, but then does that mean that the guy from Mulan and Megara are going to get together? Um, Maybe. I don't That'd know. That'd be hot. I'm into yeah. that. Um, And obviously, Aaron, there is a Sonic the Hedgehog crossover. Of course there is. One of them is called Speedy Strength. Sonic and Hercules <laughs> spend some time together. It's 91 words. Wow. And it was, yeah. Um, I'll read it to you because Please. it's only 91 words. Yeah, that's short. Whoa, Hercules exclaimed since he was watching a certain hedgehog dash around Olympus at supersonic speed. I didn't think mammals could go that fast. Or m- mammals such as you could go fast. Isn't a hedgehog a marsupial? I think so. Got him. Got him. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> that's you know, Yoshizilla Rhodosaurus. Take his away. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're blessed with being very speedy. Sonic laughed as he was casually doing stretches. What about what about you when it comes to Sonic found himself interrupted for he barely dodged a giant piece of rubble hurled at him by Hercules, who in turn what? couldn't help but laugh since he managed to catch the hedgehog off guard. I'm going to review this. I'm going to say excellent work. I can't wait to see what you do next, which but is like what, what shoes were Sonic wearing? Was he wearing Greek sandals? That's what I need to know. Was I feel like he would grind shoes. I feel like he's only ever wearing his like sneakers. Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. Not even Air Hercs. Not even Jerk. Air Hercs. I know. No. Right. We, we need to see a sequel or at least another chapter to this, to this Dude, gripping yeah. story. This, tell this author I have notes. 
Yeah. You should <laughs> I am not going to create a fanfic account and, and, <laughs> no. and tell him what I think no, of no. the story. But um, so fan fiction wise, I, I I have a couple things. One one of his one of them isn't really a fan fiction idea, or maybe it qualifies, but it's it, it's I didn't see any other time to to mention it. But my my more fan fiction idea is like give me give me a version that try to follow to the story as closely as possible while in keeping with the sociopathic nature of original greek mythology and see what happens i mean it can't i can't have anything like oh mag's dead because i want the movie to play out mostly like in the same way but with a little bit more of like the hard-hitting greek mythology can we still have megara be as interesting as she is in this movie 100 because she's not really stretched out or like much fleshed out in greek myth She's just like there and she's just like married off to Hercules for saving Thebes one time. Yeah. So I know, I know it's too, we'll go on. uh, So the other idea I wanted to throw out there, and this is be, and I thought of this because there is an episode of this TV show I'm thinking of that takes, that has like a little bit of a Greek mythology theme, but do this movie all over again, a version of this movie, no music, same voice actors, Batman the animated series animation. Ooh. Nice. Wouldn't it be amazing? Like yes. you'd have a great yes. mega, mega character design. Hercules could just be like a Bruce looking character because Bruce is jacked. Hades obviously would be a little more absurd, but you almost get like Joker with like fire hair. Yeah. Like I, I it would be, but again, you can't have the music because that would take you out of the whole. You can't have like the gospel stuff that would just take mm-hmm. you out of the vibe of the Batman the Animated Series, but just redo the movie like that. I think that that version of the movie, not instead yes. of the movie, but like that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, because she's good. kind of like noir esque Megara. I mean, yeah. she's got that kind of like femme fatale I mean, I guess, like, energy. Yeah, femme fatale or whatever you call like the women, the strong women, like the oh, what's the word? Um, like gutsy uh, women of spunk. Uh, Spunk, what's the word that's said in the holiday? The moxie. Always says moxie. <laughs> um, yeah, she kind of has that of the, you know, those comedies. Yeah, let's get Bruce Tim on the line. Let's get him on the line. Yeah, Aaron, what's your uh, what's your fan fiction? It's kind of a ripoff of God of War, the newest one. But okay. let's do a sequel where Herc and Meg go on their honeymoon to Egypt, and they they run afoul of Egyptian gods. Ooh, and they just they murder all the Egyptian gods? Well, no, maybe not murder, but maybe they in some way insult the Egyptian gods or like something gets stolen and they get accused of it. And then we have to have Herc and Mag navigating Egyptian mythology. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Sequel. Miranda, you you said you do not have fan fiction? I I do. Um, I would love a fan fiction of the like the antics of Megara and Hades, like just kind of like what kind of missions did he have her on for the last five years? I would like to know, like see her like, yeah, have this kind of episodic kind of antics, short, short chapter. But I think it would be cool to like play up like noir kind of style of stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you said. And I don't need her backstory. Like I don't need, she can have flashbacks that like, talk about like that are used to develop her character and like why she makes certain choices perhaps but I don't I don't need to see exactly like her relationship and that whole thing I want like let's start why right with that she's been working with Hades for a while and like a year or so and all that I like that Aaron 
What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, well, I have beaten Fire Emblem Engage. Congratulations uh, to you and, a, and your family. And my family. My family has been very patient with me. Uh, it took about 60 hours, but it's a great game. I recommend it to anyone. Uh, I also beat Fire Emblem Birthright for 3DS. Uh, I've been tapping away at that and finally decided to finish it. How long? And, uh, that one took me 27, 30 hours. It's not as long. Um, I meant over I, the course of time. <laughs> Oh, probably like a year. Okay. I was tr- um, I was trying to be a dick and call you out on like, oh, yeah, I've been playing it on and off for 10 years. But yeah, I mean, that's what I do. Um, I And know. then I'm now playing Fire Emblem Awakening and Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. Some say Awakening is the best Fire Emblem game. It's pretty great so far. Uh, I started a new game in it and I'm really liking it. Uh, the other thing I found out that I'm very glad that we're doing this episode because I can tell both of you. Um, and it's Disney themed. Have either of you heard of Lorcana or Lorcana? No. Yes. Yeah. It sounds familiar, but I don't know anything about it. So Disney is doing a card game that is basically their version of Magic the Gathering. It's basically like all the same rules as Magic the Gathering, but it's all with Disney characters. That's so cool. So it comes out in September, and I was like, I bet I could find at least one or two other people to play this with, because I'm curious. I just Googled it. I'm looking at some of the cards. They look awesome. The artwork is really cool. It's really good, and that's half of it. You know, that's that would, you know, that'd get me in. Whoa, what the heck? eBay, uh, 2022 Disney Lorcana Mickey Mouse card used selling Whoa. for twenty five thousand dollars well okay I've so here's the thing too. they did uh like at game trade shows they did release some decks and some cards as like promos <clears throat> so they do exist in the wild so that's probably what you're seeing okay that's but really yeah. cool looking. so that's like an early release people are it's an early release for it, it, yeah college it, comes out, it comes out in september but yeah if you guys are down i would play this yeah, I'll try. I've never been into card games. You know, I collected Pokemon cards not knowing how they work. Um, yeah, I'd love to try. Only I'll do it, Aaron, if you if you agree to face me in a Pokemon card duel where you can only use the first three generations of cards. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. Does that include Team Rocket? No. Damn it. Can we all right? Can we ha- include Team Rocket, too? Because I skipped Gym League. I only did basic fossil jungle and rocket i didn't care for the gym stuff i like gym, the gym, gym league stuff, was but... fourth generation rocket was fifth i think fair enough all right we will have that duel and then we will disney duel okay what else what else have you been up to uh me not too much uh just working same old same old i've been consumed by fire emblem but uh what about you guys consumed by fire emblem. consumed by fire emblem panda uh, I am on a break from playing video games. I used to be really playing uh, Stardew Valley every single day, but now I just watch a lot of TV. I am always, always rewatching Bob's Burgers and Futurama, and I'm really loving the show Abbott Elementary, and I just started this show called Bee and Puppycat. It's an animated show that's on Netflix that's a really interesting style it's like cutesy and weird and i don't know it's cool and movies wise i haven't watched any movies really lately except for yesterday james and i watched the big lebowski and we watched ponyo ponyo oh yeah we did watch ponyo yeah oh, on nice. friday Rewatch um, ponyo 
Yeah, I think Such I'm, I'm pretty regularly rewatching Ghibli movies too. Yeah. And yeah, and James and I watch a lot of shows together, but I'll let him say what he wants to say. Well, fill it in if I forget one, because I mean, we're still continuing to watch Spy Family, which is great. Um, and the whole second, the whole second half of the first season is done. But we're just kind of slowly making our way through it. Uh, it's just fantastic. I think I've told you, Aaron, before that one of the characters in it is one of my favorite anime characters ever. And it took like two episodes to start thinking that. Nice. <laughs> um, such a great character. Uh, yeah, we watch um Ponyo. What other TV have I been watching? Oh, we we were watching. We finally finished Andor, which was right. great. Um, yes. I forgot if I said that last. I forgot when we finished it. Uh, and we started chipping away at the Mandalorian episodes of Book of Boba, which have been good. Um, we just skipped like the first like three episodes of Boba because or we, we watched the first one, but we didn't like it. So we just skipped the Mandalorian episodes. The The last of the last one we watched is really slow. Yeah, it was super slow, but and just to the Luke Skywalker CGI, it's just bad when he's talking. The look works really well, but he talks too much and it just really takes you out of it. Spoiler alert, Luke's back. Also a mistake to bring him back so quickly after the end of Mandalorian season two. But another spoiler alert. Whoops, my bad guys. I think they're I think they're working through it fast. That's why. Yeah. Um, video game wise, I just this morning beat Outer Wilds, which I oh, finally nice. came back to on Friday night um, at my brother's urging. Kind of he, help, he helps me like kind of rediscovered the game i played it just a little bit and i stopped and i was really frustrated myself for having that be an unbeaten game because i've heard people speak so highly of it people who i you know really trust and you know i had to use a little bit of assistance i am not gonna lie i looked a decent amount of things up because it is a it's a tough game to solve and i you know don't have all day so i it looks tough it it was really tough Um, but it was it's it's a beautiful game I, i would i would definitely recommend it it's i would say if you look stuff up, it's probably like a an eight hour game. Nah, more like ten. If I didn't look stuff up, I probably could have done it maybe in like sixteen to eighteen hours, maybe less. Um, but that was a great game. I have also been kind of downloading stuff from the Nintendo eShop for 3DS. I it's funny. I downloaded like two things that immediately got announced uh, at the Nintendo Direct for being on the uh, on the Game Boy. Which uh, which two? Uh, six golden coins and oh man, I'm like blanking on the other. Oh wait, no, Kirby's Dreamland one was announced, not Kirby's Dreamland two. I downloaded no. Kirby's Dreamland two because that's a great game, but that'll probably be announced anyway. So, what? Well, it's okay. Um, and then I did download Dragon Quest eight. I'm I'm kind of like in this. There's like two weeks, I think. I think not one week, two weeks before, um, Octopath Traveler two comes out, and I do actually want to start one of. Dragon Quest Eight, Nino Kuni, or I'm I'm like forgetting what the other one is. Um, maybe maybe play Yokai Watch, which is more of like a learning endeavor. As I told you, Aaron, I downloaded it in Japanese, um, the Japanese eShop because it's only available on the Japanese eShop, and I'm trying to learn Japanese. And I'm like, well, maybe I should try to play a video game in Japanese. And yes, it's going to be very 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 slow because I have to work things, you know, look things up. But so maybe I'll, I'll just play Yokai Watch and then I'll have another game going. But at the same time, I also bought Metroid Prime Remastered, which is incredible. Like Nintendo has been super lazy a lot with when they port stuff. I mean, I don't hate when they port stuff. Like I love that Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy are on the Switch. I think they, I'm just so happy they brought those games to the Switch. 
I don't care that uh, Skyward Sword was brought to the Switch, but I've heard that like it's not like the best looking upgrade. I mean, they they kind of polish the visuals, and that's a little about it. Metroid Prime Remastered, like they did a lot of work to it. It looks and runs phenomenally. And I, yeah, my brother just got it and he's already obsessed. It, it's it was the first time he'd ever played it. No, he played it back in the day, but now he desperately wants to play it again and he's already sucked right back in. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sucked back in. I it's one of my favorite games of all time. At one point, it was my favorite game of all time. I played the original many times. I played the Wii, the Metro Prime trilogy kind of upgrade to this is the definitive way to play it now, really. I mean, it looks and sounds phenomenal and I highly, highly recommend it. I'm sure Prime 2 is down the pipeline as well. Yeah, I think I forgot. I think I might have been texting you about it. I I, they, I think they're, they're going to shadow drop Prime 2 at like the next direct or maybe the direct after that as kind of like a Metroid anniversary thing. And then at one point, they're going to also be like, all right, Metroid Prime 4 coming out in 2024. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that I was. Th- uh, I thought of one more show we watch is The Last of Us. Oh, right. Oh. Of course. We're watching The Last of Us. Thank you. Uh, um, still haven't seen it. But... Wonderful, wonderful show. It's James pulled me in. Yeah. I, with a lasso. All I'll say is just... Nick Offerman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all we'll <laughs> say is episode three. I truly. And I'm speaking for myself now. One of the best episodes of TV drama I've ever seen in my entire life. Everyone is saying that. Yeah. And and I don't. And, and it's funny because it was someone was people were saying that critics were saying that before the episode even aired like they had seen it and it was so hyped and it i thought there's no way it could live up to expectations and it did and it surpassed them it it truly is one of the greatest things i've seen in tv drama and nick offerman's so good and what's the actor who played armand in white lotus murray bartlett so good yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta watch it aaron it's it's pedro pascal i love him yeah, I do like Pedro Pascal. He's he's great. Bella Ramsey's great. It's all the show yes. is 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 so incredible. Uh, I cannot wait for next week's episode. Yes, but I'm glad I didn't see the first two episodes. Uh, they're honestly like in terms of like goriness or whatnot. They're like really not any. You've seen stuff just about the same level. Oh, I have. I guess but, just that one scene was just too bad. Too yeah, I heard it was rated TV MALV. <laughs> It is. So <laughs> it is, there is yes. violence and language. They do speak in it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, be oh, wary. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, Miranda, thank you so much for for doing this with us. Uh, for yeah. thank you, Miranda. Your, your thank you so expertise. much for having me on. It's so nice hearing the other side of the phone call and not just James talking through the door. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it, now she can, can confirm that I am in fact talking to somebody to another oh. person. Yeah. That's why I listen to the episodes. I'm like, I don't believe James is talking to anyone. I think he talks to himself for three hours. Well, that would be actually- a sick twist that I'm actually completely <laughs> insane. And I've made up the character, the person of Aaron. No, yeah. after, after our ex machina episode, what if I'm just an AI? I'm just a disembodied voice. on a It's computer. true. Oh and I, I just hired a guy to pretend to be you every time Miranda's met you in person. Yeah, exactly. long con. You did this well before <laughs> the podcast started. Yeah. He was AI just a high-priced time. escort that I invited as a guest to our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was along to see movies. Too. <laughs> yeah, you can't deny it as someone a plus one. I gotta yeah, give the, no. You got to give the escort a plus one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, I think that was Hercules, guys. Yeah, that was. Um, 
we we did mention the Grinch a couple times, uh, and we I did. wouldn't dare ask Miranda to say something about the Grinch because she would just try to sneak in like a a um a promo for how the it's Rod, so great. Howard's it's so great. No, stop. Episode over. In. It's done. <laughs>